so you know, we just we've just finished the chanting, just finished the chanting here, and what we've been the chants that we went through we went through Buddhanusati, uh, Tammanusati, Sankhanusati, the recollection of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha. What we're doing when we when we're chanting this is we're thinking over and recollecting the good qualities of the Buddha, uh, the great purity of the Buddha, the great wisdom of the Buddha, the great knowledge of the Buddha. We're also thinking of the qualities of the Dhamma as well, uh, what the Dhamma is, what the, the teachings, how, and that the Buddha taught the Dhamma and he taught it well and he taught it perfectly. Uh, we're also thinking about the qualities of the Sangha. We're thinking about, we're thinking about the qualities of what, what an Aryan is and what an Arahant actually is and all these, these good qualities and those beings that have, have, have achieved liberation have achieved liberation by following the Dharma Vinaya and following following what the Buddha taught and we're thinking about all these different qualities of that that makes that makes one an Aryan and makes one an Arahant. All these things as they um, they're of great they're of great merit to the world. They're of um, uh, the ones practicing while practicing, rightly practicing straightly, all the, all these different qualities that these these great beings have. We also chanted the the ten subjects for frequent recollection um, at the end, and so these days, you know, especially these days, monks really need to be reminding these ourselves of these of these ten things over and over as much as we possibly can, because we've come into this into the, the monastic form into the Buddhist religion uh, as as Buddhist monks, and what we're doing is we're holding the banner of the arahants. Um, and what this what this means is, is is you know we're putting we're putting this robe on and this robe is a symbol of of the Buddha of the arahants. You know and you have to also recollect very very frequently why we're here. And, you know and we're not here because of some great virtues of our souls. We're here because of the barami of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. And we're able to be here, and we're able to practice because of the great generosity of the lay people who have faith, and they coming and giving all the four requisites for us to to giving all the four requisites for us to practice. So we're able to practice without any any hindrances. You always have to be thinking about what lay people have to give up just so just so we can live this life that we're living. You know, the Buddha, the reason they're giving is because the Buddha taught the Dharma in so many ways and he taught for lay people. It's like if, if you give to these beings, it's, it's of great merit to you and, and you will, you know, you will receive great merit if you give to, if you give to the, the, those ones that are practicing well. So the lay people are, are offering all the four requisites for us. So we don't, we don't have to look for these things. We don't have to look for any of the four requisites. Um, you know, but never forget, they're not giving this because of you. They're giving this because of the of the greatness of the Buddha Dharma Sangha and the good qualities of the Buddha Dharma Sangha. So, once again, when you're putting on this robe, you're putting on this brown robe. It's like you're putting on the banner of the Arahants, and people see that. When when lay people see that, they it, it gives it gives them faith, and it and makes them want to to give uh, requisites to you. So. Lay people will give these things, and this this is what gives you the time, the time, and, and the opportunity to come and to meditate and and to practice as hard as you can, and to to try to 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 raise your mind to the highest extent. 
you know, and this is this is what lay people, what the hopes that they have for us. They want us to, they want us to to break through and see the Dharma, and they want us to to see the Dharma and see Nibbana. And that's you know that's why they want to help look after us so we can we can get to this goal. So in that, sometimes 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 as a monk you might forget yourself and why you're here and what you're doing and sometimes maybe lay people will, will, will say something and it will jolt your mind back and it will remind you why you're doing this and um, you know, what's, what's, what's actually happening here. Yeah, sorry, what, what lay people are sometimes doing is they'll remind us of why we're doing this and, and just keep gently reminding us you know, to stay on the path of goodness and to keep moving forward. Um, you know, for example, this morning, uh, Mechi, the Mechi that's come here, um, you know, she's, she's someone, she's been around the monastery for a very, very long time. She's been, Ajahn, Ajahn Anand actually ordained her as a Mechi. Um, she's been doing a lot of good for a long time. She does a lot of merit and she, um, you know, puts foods, you know, like has been, has been offering food and offering things to the Sangha for a long time. So, you know, this, this morning, while she was offering food, she was, you know, maybe saying some things to some monks as well and, and just, you know, reminding them, keep, keep up with the goodness that you're doing and keep doing these things that are good and that are wholesome and never forget why you're doing these things. Um, and this is, this, is, this is another thing lay people can offer to us. It's not just they offer food, but, you know, sometimes they can also offer us teachings as well. And this <clears throat> this should be something for you to think about as well, you know, reminding you to be always always be doing good things and be keeping on this on this good path, um, and always be. Rem- it's and it's also a way for us to remember all the good things that lay people have actually done for us and all the things that they've got for us. Um, you know, it's in the world it's really hard to find people that are willing to give as much as as much as uh, the people give to us. <coughs> And it's, it's very hard to find people that are willing to do good as well. You know, for example, one thing Lumpo Chara always taught is <coughs> he taught that even if it's a novice speaking or if it's a lay person or a pakao or anyone, if they're speaking and what they're saying is dhamma, then that's worth listening to, it's worth taking in. So you have to listen when people, when, when whoever it is, whether it be a monk, a lay person or whoever it is, when they say something to you, you should always listen to what they say should analyze it and you should investigate it and if it's good and if it's dumb this is something that you should take into your own practice you know, the, the people who point out these things what they're actually doing for us is they're looking out for us is they're, is they're helping look after us is helping keeping us on the right track <coughs> Sorry. They're, helping, they're helping keep us on the right track Keeping us in line with this path that Ajahn Chah taught, keeping us in line with the Kaur Wat and the things that the Lubachar and all the great teachers have taught. <coughs> There's so many different levels of this, of, of, of this interpersonal relationship we have between people. It's not just it's not just the monks and lay people, but it's you know it's also teacher and student and all these kinds of all these different kind of interpersonal relationships we have so for example with the teacher student relationship you know it's a, it's the teacher's job to to teach the dharma 
and to help, you know, to help find any requisites that, you know, the student might be lacking and, and helping out with anything that the student needs. You know, and this is the, 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 the true meaning of Nisayo, one is, one is taking dependence on someone. Um, the teacher has to look after the, the student in every way <coughs> because the student is dependent upon the teacher. And so when, when, as a student, when one receives these things from, from the teacher, you know, it's, it's the student's responsibility on top of that to follow what the, what the teacher has been teaching and follow the Dharma that he's been teaching and also to look after, help look after his personal needs. Like all the different parts of the Vinaya, like the Acharya Watcher and, and all these kinds of things, the way to look after one's mentor, one's preceptor, all these different kinds of things. There's no need to go into it in detail now. We should, should all know what they are. Um, the, one, has a, one has a responsibility as a student to do these things and we are doing these things and, you know, and a lot of these things as well, these finer points of core what and these, uh, the emphasis on certain points, you know, all these, a lot of these come from, from Ajahn Chah who was, who was in turn, he was Ajahn Anand's teacher and so Ajahn Anand taught, uh, sorry, Ajahn Chah taught Ajahn Anand and in turn Ajahn Anand is now teaching his students. You know, so one of the greatest qualities that, that one can that one can develop within the mind of oneself is to know is to know the goodness of other people and recollect the goodness of others and have have gratitude and gratefulness for that for that goodness of other people. This is what's called katanyu uh, kataweti, knowing 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 goodness and knowing and having great and having gratitude for someone's goodness. In the time of there's, there's there's a wonderful story about this in the time of the Buddha um, of of Sariputta, um, and Sariputta was you could say like the foremost in gratitude, the foremost in katanyukutaweti. Um, there was once a monk, there was once a lay person, an older lay person called Ratanapram, and he was very old, um, and, but he wanted he had a lot of faith and he wanted to ordain. So he went around to many of the different monks and asked, you know, can I ordain with you? But no one would take Ratanapram on because they saw that he was very, that he was very old. Um, and usually, usually when someone's a lot older, it's harder. Uh, they have, they are maybe generally t- tend to be a bit more stubborn. All these kinds of things. So nobody, nobody wanted to take on Ratanapram because they're seeing they, you know, he might have been he, he, he might have been a burden. So in the midst of the sangha, the Buddha asked the Buddha asked the whole sangha, um, you know, does anybody here see the goodness of 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 Ratanapram? And and Sariputta actually got up and said, you know, I I, I see his goodness and I and I will accept him as my student. Uh, and the Buddha asked him, you know, why, you know, what what sort of goodness what what goodness do you see in Ratanapram? And and Sariputta answered the Buddha as like, you know, uh, one time in in, in Rajakaha, when I, when Sariputta was on Pindabhat, uh, he, I walked around and I didn't get any food that day, but Ratanapram gave one spoonful of rice to me. So, and so that, that spoonful of rice, that kept me alive for one more day. And so, after that, the Buddha praised Sariputta and said, you know, Sariputta is one who knows, who knows the goodness of others and is grateful for the goodness of others. Um, and after 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 that, the Buddha praised Sariputta in front of the Sangha and and declared him foremost as as uh, foremost in gratitude. 
Um, and also, obviously, Sariputta was, was foremost in wisdom as well, but he was what many people may not know is he was also foremost in gratitude. <coughs> so, so Sariputta took on took on Ratana uh, Pram, sorry, and you know Ratana Pram had a lot of faith, and he was actually very willing to listen, very easy to teach, and in, in not a very long time, Ratana Pram actually became an arahant. Later on, the Buddha asked Sariputta, you know, how is how is Ratana Pram doing? And, and Sariputta said, you know, he's very easy to teach. He listens, um, and he's been practicing well, and and he's he's become an arahant. And after that, the Buddha actually declared Ratana Pram as as the foremost in in one who is easy to teach and one who listens. So, so. This is this is a very very important quality to develop in in your own mind is is to is to have gratitude for people and to know their goodness and remember their goodness that people have have done for you. Yep. <coughs> to know that's goodness and and to remember what the the, uh, uh, the goodness that these people have done you how important this is. And, you know so for us now here you know we've we've ordained we've come in we've come into the sasana what. What we're here to do is to follow the Dharma Vinaya. We're here to practice Sila, Samadhi and Panya. We're here to develop so we can, we can move forward, we can move our mind to higher and higher levels and to, de- and to, to, to extend the sasana and to keep the, keep the sasana alive. So, you, we should always be thinking, you know, every day as much as we possibly can, how, that our life actually depends on the goodness of others. Uh, we should we should always be content with whatever's offered, um, and if you if you can develop this quality, being content with whatever whatever material requisites are offered, then you will be one who is who is easily contented and is wherever wherever you go, it will be easy for you to live. You'll also in developing that quality, you'll also be ver- developing a good heart in that time as well, because you'll be thinking of the goodness of other people all the time. So this is part of the this is part of the chant that we just did. Uh, um, which means this is something that we should frequently recollect. You know, you have to you have to always be recollecting that if you if you hadn't put on this robe, you hadn't put on this this robe of the, of, of the Ara, this this banner of the arahants. You know, really, nobody is going to give you all the things that you, that have been given to you. If you didn't have this robe on, do you think people would come and build a house for you, like they've built a cookie for you? Do you think people would just come and give you all this good food if you didn't have this robe on? You know, if when you're sick and when you go to the doctor, do you think the doctor would just treat you for free and give you all the medicines for free if you didn't have this robe on? You know, the only reason you're getting this is because, you know, on the outside, on the outer conventions, you, you know, you're a monk, you have this robe on. Um, and they're giving, remember, they're giving this to you because you're, once again, you're holding the banner, you're holding the banner of, banner of the arahants. <coughs> so, and you also have to think, you know, as, you know, if you're a lay person, you know, and, oh, and the situation as a lay person, you know, lay people work very, very hard. It, it takes a lot for them to, to, to get money and to save up money and all these kinds of things and do you really think they want to just give money away or what they've worked for do you think they just want to give that away um, you know and it's, it's hard for them to actually to actually develop that goodness so they can do that um, 
you know, the reason they're giving this away to us is because we, we sort of, on our ordination day, we, we made like a, we made like a promise and we made a, a statement. Um, Nipana Sati Karanataya, we're here for the complete destruction of suffering. This is, this is, this is what we, we asked for when we came into the, into the Buddhist, into the Buddhist religion. You know, this is what we asked for when we took this road. You know, we asked for this and, what we're here to do is to give up to give up greed, hatred, and delusion in the mind. You know, we're not here to increase our greed, hatred, and delusion more and more by becoming more and more deluded with the requisites and things like this. We're here to give this greed, hatred, and delusion up. <coughs> we're here to put forth effort to abandon these unwholesome qualities within the mind. Uh, we're here to to see if any unwholesome qualities have arisen in the mind. It's our job, the effort that we put forth, we have to put forth effort to abandon those and we have to put forth effort to keep any bad, unwholesome thoughts from coming up as well. And also we have to put forth effort to any any good, good wholesome thoughts and uh, that have come up in the mind. We have to put forth effort to increase those more and more and if any good wholesome thoughts have, haven't, have yet to come up, we should put forth effort for them to come up. <clears throat> you know, so for you know, for example, with with Thai people, you know, be, you know, before 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 they become a monk, you know, maybe they went and they made offerings to the monks and they gave requisites to the monks, you know. But now that now that we're in the <clears throat> now that we're in the situation where we are actually a monk, you know, you really need to think back on that when the time when you're a layperson, you gave offerings to the monks, and, and how much that actually took for you to give that. So now, when you're a monk, you should think think about that as well. You know how much people actually have to give for you to, you know, just to, for you to keep your your life going. <clears throat> so for all of us as a monk, you should really be thinking every time before you use any one of the four requisites. Um, always recollect, especially you know, especially before you eat, you should be you should you should recollect the good qualities of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, um, the great Barami that is that has enabled you to have this meal today. You should also you should also develop metta in your mind before you eat as well and before you partake of any of the requisites to to those lay people who have actually given these requisites to you. Um, you should you should you should actively try to see their goodness and to and to and to appreciate the faith that they have to to give those four requisites. <coughs> They've given these these requisites with faith and. So what this has allowed us to do, this has given us time for us to, to practice as hard as we possibly can. You know, do lots of walking meditation, lots of sitting med- meditation. They've given it to us, so never be never be negligent. Never be negligent in developing sila, samadhi and panya. So what this means is, you know, that means going to the morning chanting, going to the afternoon sit, going to the evening chanting. Um, you know, cleaning up, helping clean the monastery, helping sweep, helping clean all the different places in the monastery. Also keeping your individual kuti clean because lay people have offered that kuti to you as well, or kuti to the sangha as well. Uh, we have to do these things every day and look after, look after the, look after the monastery and look after the things that have been given to us. We also have to be very, very careful and have sense restraint and to be very circumspect in keeping the, keeping the rules of the Padimoka well. You know, really, these things, doing these things on a daily basis, this is this is the wealth that we own. This is the wealth that we have. 
externally material things. You know, we don't don't have any wealth. Um, not even anything in the monastery here. Once again, this does all this stuff, all the buildings, all the everything that's around here. None of this actually belongs to any individual. This belongs to the goodness of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha. You know, so what our wealth is, our wealth is is how well we're practicing. Our wealth is the sealer that we're keeping, the 227 precepts or the 10 precepts or whatever it is. This is this is this is what's been passed down to us. This is like our, you know, this is this is our heritage has been passed down from us from, you know, the core what that Lumpur Cha put out, you know, and this was passed down from Lumpur Man. This is, you know, this is the wealth that's been passed down to us. So when you you're practicing this well and you're you're doing all these things, you're being restrained, you're watching over the mind. Eventually, from doing all these things, from looking after this wealth, eventually the mind will gather together in samadhi. Uh, all the different factors will gather together. Vitaka, vichara, piti, sukha, ekakata. They'll gather together, and the mind will have a lot of power at that point in time. And from then. From then, after the mind gathers together and you investigate the body over and over, eventually you'll start to see that this body, it's not self. Um, the body is just a body, it's just a, a culmination of elements gathering together. When you finally do get to this point and you finally do see, you know, this is where you'll start to, this is where you'll really develop Katanyukutawedi. You'll really develop this sense of gratitude. You'll, you'll have such great gratitude. Um, and, and recollecting the qualities of the Buddha, that the Buddha was able to find this path and to teach it, and the qualities of the Dhamma, you'll you'll see this goodness. Um, you'll see this goodness. What the Buddha had to give up for this, and then to teach it, teach this for us to be to, to be passed on to us, for us to experience this as well. You'll also see within your heart the goodness of those people who have given to you, so you could get to this point in in the practice, and the, so you could see this the Dhamma of the Buddha. And they've given you this to you so you can experience the Dhamma. You know, this is when, when you do actually see this, you'll, you'll see that this, that seeing this, this is the thing that, that is the most benefit in the world. This is one, the most benefit that, that you can do for yourself. And this is the most benefit that you can do for other people. If, and when they support you and you see this, this is, this gives them the most benefit from, from them giving to you. You'll really, at that point in time, you'll really know this goodness. You'll really, have gra- you'll really have gratitude for the goodness of the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha and all these lay people that have supported you. Just like that one spoonful of rice that was given to Sariputta, he saw the goodness of that because he saw the, he saw the Dhamma. So this is something you should, you know, you should really think back of, of the time that you've spent in the roads, you know, whether it be a few months or whether it be many years. Um, how much, how much you've actually been given, and, and how much requisites you've been giving, and so how are you actually going to pay that back to those lay people? How are you going to pay those lay people back that have given these these things to you? The way you pay that back is by by keeping good sila. Is to de- the way you pay it back is by developing metta every day. The way you pay that back is by meditating, doing pawana as much as you possibly can. And if you do this and if you're recollecting this and you're developing these three things of sila, metta and pawana, this is, this is the way that you will develop and this is the way that you will move forward and this is the way that the mind will move higher and higher. If you don't develop these things, the mind will, will fall back and it will drop backwards. 
because you're being negligent, you're not you're not developing these three things, and you're not recollecting these good qualities of <coughs> of, of the people that have that have helped you. You know, so this is this is your foundation. You know, be content with whatever the, whatever is given to you. Be content with little. Always investigating the four requisites. You know, not just uh, before you partake of any of the four requisites, but also after as well. If you're negligent and you forgot to do it before, investigate after as well. This is something. This is this is really really important because these four requisites. You know, we use these every day, many many times a day. So if you do this over and over, you'll really start to see the goodness of the people that give these to you and, and where these things came from. You'll, start to, you'll see the goodness of the Buddha Dharma Sangha and the lay people who have given it to you. If you're doing this over and over and you're continually doing this, then you'll, then you'll really truly know in your heart that you're not deceiving any of these lay people that are, that are giving it, these things to you and you know, you're being very open with them and you're not deceiving them either. Um, you're not deceiving them by by just holding up the baron, banner of the arahants and then but then deceiving them. If you're doing these things, you're holding up the banner of the arahants and you're practicing in line with them as well. Um, you're holding this up when you're when you're holding when you're holding the banner of the arahants up. What you're also trying to do is raise your mind up as well to that level. So think over the sealer that you've been keeping. You know is. Had you, is there any cause for you to, um, is there anything lacking in your sila? Could anybody criticize you for any way that, any, any, anything in your sila that you're not keeping? You know, ask yourself, ask yourself all these, these ten, all these ten recollections, you know, are you content, uh, in a quiet place? Are you, you know, the days and nights are passing by. What have, what have you, what have you attained? Have you attained any Dharma in the heart? Um, when when others ask you, have you have you seen any of these things? What will you what would you say to them? So, to develop these things, you really really need a lot of kanti. You need a lot of patience and endurance. And you but you also need to be moving forward all the time. You need to be keeping very good morality and just always moving forward and always moving, staying in line with these ten recollections. So you know, never forget yourself. Never forget why you're here and why you're doing this. Um, you know, just because you're put on a robe, don't, don't, that doesn't mean that you're above other people. Don't think that you're, you're above other people. Um, even if you, you've been a monk for a long time, you might think, oh, lay people can't tell me what to do. It's, you know, this is, this isn't right, you know. Don't, don't over, don't overestimate yourself. Um, don't think that nobody can actually teach you. Because even if lay people say something to you and it's good dharma and it's a, it's a good piece of advice, then, you know, this is good. This is something you should use, listen to. You have to listen to these things because in reality, you know, you're not at the end goal yet. You're still on the path. So, you know, this morning when, when maybe when the Mechi said something, to, this is something to listen to. This is, you know, she spoke well because... She's just reminding people to re- uh, recollect the goodness, recollect the goodness that why we're here and what you're doing to to move forward. <coughs> so you know, whoever tells you something, you should you should really take that in and you should listen to what they've said, take it in and investigate it, and bring it into your own practice if it's true and if it's right. You know, because whenever somebody tells us something. What that person is doing, they, they have a good intention for us. They, they want us to develop. They want us to develop in good qualities. Um, you know, if, if somebody, what that person is doing at that point in time, that person actually really cares for you at that moment. They're trying to, they're trying to keep you on the good path. 
if you just sort of think of all the other people, if, if when somebody sees you doing something wrong and they don't ever say anything to you, you know, that person, they don't, they don't actually really care about you. They're just sort of letting you go and um, they have no interest in, in you developing good qualities. But if somebody tells you when you're going astray and when you're doing something wrong, um, this is someone who's really looking after you. When somebody tells you something like this, don't get angry at them. Don't sort of think, you know, why are they, why are they telling me this? Why are they, you know, um, you know, why, why are they, why are they picking on me or whatever? You know, don't, don't think like this. But they're, they're pointing you to, to goodness. They're pointing you towards the right path. You know, sometimes maybe somebody goes and tells the Ajahn something as well. And just don't ever think, you know, oh, why did, who, who dubbed them, who, who told on me to the Ajahn? You know, why? Why is the Ajahn telling me to do this? Don't ever, don't ever think like this. Don't get angry when this happens. What these people are doing is trying to help you and trying to help you to develop in this goodness. You know, so this, you know, really to develop in goodness and and to have this sense of gratitude. This is really what our Sama Atiwo is. This is our right livelihood. Andamaya andamatataya sadukaran